0: this fab fm podcast is proudly brought to you by bendigo bank port douglas and mossman offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us furthermore the port douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the saltwater building shop 9 26 to 30 macrossan street bendigo bank the better big bank
1: Good morning, mate. How
0: are you? I am very, very good, and I hope you are well too.
1: Absolutely. No, doing really well, as well as can be at the moment. We're in um, lockdown, unfortunately, with the COVID-19. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going okay, mate. We're just keeping our head high. We're all going to get through it together, no doubt.
0: Now, we read in your bio that you were born in Dubbo, New South Wales. Now, do you still live there, or have you moved away to the Big Smoke?
1: Funny, I actually grew up 130 kilometres west of Dubbo, which is a little village called Albert. There's only 12 people in the village, All right? And um, it, so that Dubbo was where I was born, yes, because there's no hospital in Albert, as you can imagine, with 12 people there. But um, I moved away, mate. In about 2014, um, I start my career started up on X Factor in 2012, and in 2014, I had to make the move um, closer to the city because I was just travelling too far. Paul, like we were looking at maybe five or 600 kilometres each way Um, and sometimes I was having to do that two or three times a week so I just made the move to the big smoke but I get out there whenever I can don't you worry.
0: Well look um, you skipped a bit of stuff there let's go back uh, to your childhood in Dubbo so what sort of uh, upbringing uh, did you have and uh, what influenced you as far as taking on a career in music?
1: Yeah, oh, good on you, mate. No, well, what I actually did was um, my my parents own the pub. It's called the Rabbit Trap Hotel in Albert.
0: Hello, um,
1: hello. Have you been to the Rabbit Trap Hotel, Paul?
0: No, but I want to.
1: Oh, I do. You? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they call they call it they call it the Rabbit Trap Hotel because people get trapped there. They reckon they reckon they go in there for two schooners and they're there for three days. So,
0: your mum and dad owned the pub, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Dad brought the pub in. I think it was ninety eight. Um, to keep the to keep the pub in the town because it was up for sale and and there were people that wanted to buy it and actually demolish the pub and, and Dad didn't want to see that Dad uh, was born and bred in Albert and um, you know he didn't want to see that happen so he actually brought the pub and he also owned the fuel service station in the town at the time as well so um, I grew up you know working with my dad at the fuel service station when I was about sixteen or seventeen and le- when I left school I started working for him and. And, um, you know, as you, as you asked there a minute ago, how did music come about? Well, my family were right into music. So I had, um, you know, a lot of my cousins, aunties and uncles used to sit around and play the guitar and sing John Denver, Slim Dusty, Cat Stevens, around the campfire out the west, you know, out at Albert. And um, I used to always sing and I used to say, mate, you can sing. I used to just laugh. Yeah, right. Uh, after a lot of push and, and shove, they, they got me and convinced me to audition for a TV show. And, uh, of course, I love my music. I've always loved loved to record and, and loved to perform and used to sit up down at the pub when I was only eight or nine years old and, and sing songs like, you know, from Lee Kernigan to, to um, Garth Brooks to Troy Cassadaly and, and all those guys. And next thing you know, I've, I've got a career in music from, from TV and, and The X Factor in 2012. And, I mean, it's obviously a lot longer story than that, Paul, but it's uh, to cut a long story short, that's sort of how it all, all came about for me. And... Um, yeah, it's it's phenomenal, really, to think that we've come so far.
0: Jason Owen, it's very interesting because uh, it's almost like don't win these uh, talent competitions on the telly. It's okay if you're runner-up because runner-ups do pretty well. <laughs> and so you were runner-up to Samantha Jade, but you you've done very well.
1: You're so right. You know, I think of course I was disappointed. I was so close to the to winning the X Factor. It, of course, it's it's great to say you won the show, but I didn't, um, but you're right. Uh, I think I was very lucky in that regard because the winner I was obviously signed to a two or three year deal with a major record company at the time. And I, I was signed for 12 months. But I look back at that and people say, oh, you know, it's a terrible thing to be signed to a major label and all that. But everyone's got the right to have their own opinion. But for me, Paul, I look at it like this. If I didn't get signed to Sony Music off the back of X Factor and have that life as a highway album, which was nearly sold a gold certificate. I think it sold 30 something thousand copies. Um, I got a national tour with another country music artist called Amber Lawrence. I think that cemented me as an artist you know you come off the back of a tv show and people sort of don't take you seriously because they think you're just running off the back of tv fame for quite some time but that was nine years ago next year will be 10 years and you know i I feel like it's time to take the next step in my career now as well i feel like i've come so far as an artist in the last nine years and it's just a very very hard game and you've got to know how to play the game i think
0: we're talking with Jason Owen here this morning and uh, we're going to play, it's already on our playlist, but I do want to play Father and Son and we'll talk about that in a tick. Uh, and you're teaming up with James Blundell, which is, and I love the film clip as well. But before that, uh, you of course did release Life as a Highway. That was in 2013. It went very well. And also, you know, a celebration of the life of John Denver. So, uh, you know, a lot of people put, well, let's be honest, put shit on John Denver, um, unfairly, because I think he was a wonderful artist and, you know, we, we lost him in a, a tragic air crash when he was up in that plane doing a bit of a test thing and then ended up killing himself. What made you celebrate the life and music of John Denver?
1: Mate, um, as I touched base earlier, like as I grew up in the little village of Albert, only a little town, um, I spent a lot of time with my granddad, who's 93 this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's favorite artist is John Denver. And, um, I grew up, you know, going out in the paddock with pop every weekend and he'd have John Denver playing and he used to sing along and he used to say to me, mate, if you can sing John Denver, you can sing anything. And I used to just laugh and be like, yeah, right. Pop, like I'm going to sing John Denver. Um, you know, cause I was only a young kid listening to all the so fresh stuff that was coming out in the, in the early two thousands and all that type of stuff. And, um, Funnily enough, I I actually, when I went on X Factor, I I auditioned with one of his songs, any song. You know, you fill up my senses like a night in the forest, a beautiful ballad that that John wrote about his wife Annie. And um, I actually auditioned with that song at 18 years old on the X Factor and I knew that John Denver's music inside and out. And I used to love to sing it because I used to always take pop's advice. You know, if you can sing John Denver, he's, he's actually an incredible singer. He's got so much vocal control and all this type of stuff. And, of course you know not everyone's cup of tea is the same artist that's for sure um but i think auditioning with john's song on x factor in 012 made everyone go what's this 18 year old kid doing singing john denver like he this hit was 30 years before then you know yeah. or 40 years ago and that's probably 50 years ago now that, yeah. those songs were released you know so um i think it was something that that really stood by me and stuck with me so Ever since I come off the show, everywhere I go, whether it's a, a CMC Rocks Festival or a, a BNS Ball or something, it, my fans always ask for that song.
0: Wow.
2: Because I think
1: it was just the song that stuck with me. So, beautiful ballad, and that's the one I auditioned with. And ever since then, I've been asked for years and years to do a John Denver tribute album. And uh, I always put it off. So, I released Life is a Highway, and then I did Friday Night, and then I did uh, Release Proud. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and do a 20th anniversary tribute album to John. So I did it and released it. It was a huge success. We had a, a massive um, a massive hit with country, uh, Take Me Home Country Roads. Um, we also released, you know, Some Days of Diamonds, Rocky Mountain High, all the classics on it. And um, it, it just actually opened up a new generation, um, today's generation of John Denver's music to people, you know, like Grandma's Featherbed, thank God I'm a country boy and sort of how John Denver came about for me. I, I grew up listening to him with my granddad in Albert.
0: That is wonderful. Now, let's have a little listen to that. I'd like to do a little montage of some of those songs off that John Denver album. Let's have a listen. Lovely.
2: Hey, it's good to be back home. Some days are diamonds, and some days a stone. Sometimes the hard times won't leave you alone. Dark and dusty, painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine, teardrops in my eyes. country road me home to the place I belong. When the work's all done and the sun said low, pull out the fiddle and a rising up the bow. The kids are all asleep, so I keep the cattle low. Thank God I'm a country boy. Come and let me love you. Let me give my life to you. Let me drown in your Let me die in your arms with the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain and fire in the sky Sunshine on the water Looks so lovely High so
0: I love that. Just a little story about John Denver. I don't know whether you're aware of this. Of course, he died in that tragic plane crash. But uh, John Denver actually put himself up and put his hand up, and he was one of the finalists to fly in the Challenger, the Doom Challenger flight. Did you know that? I did, mate.
1: I actually I actually um, covered a song that he wrote um, about that specific um, moment in his life. It was—it's called "Flying" for me. It's, it's, it's actually a song on my acoustic album that um, that we released in May this year. So it, it's a beautiful song. I—it's I, obviously not overly well known but it, it is an incredible song that people really should actually take a listen to. It's an amazing
0: song. Yeah, I mean, it's quite ironic that he uh, didn't make that flight and then, of course, uh, the school teacher who uh, who got the spot uh, died in that uh, Challenger explosion. But it's mm. quite ironic then that he ends up killing himself in a plane crash, which is absolutely. so tragic. A-
1: absolutely, mate. It was, it was heartbreaking for many. You know, John Denver... As you said, you know, people do um, pull a lot out of him now and his music, but I think you'll find that Take Me Home Country Roads, I think you'll find Grandma's Featherbed, Thank God I'm a Country Boy, um, leaving on a Jet Plane, songs like that, mate, will live on forever. I really, really do. You know, they're so popular.
0: Jason Owen is our special guest this morning. Jason, you started an online chat during COVID called How You Going?" Well, how's it going?
1: Yeah. <laughs> How you going with Jason Owen? <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> it was very good. Cool, mate. I did. I've, um, I've always been quite a, an ambassador and a spokesperson for mental health. Back in 2005, my, my dad and myself had a, a bad motorcycle accident, and I went through quite a bit of a, a traumatic situation, like nearly losing dad in front of me. And, you know, it was it a was pretty intense moment. And ever since then, I've sort of struggled a lot with mental health, um, you know, as a late teenager and into my adulthood. And I've always been a big ambassador for, for pushing the importance of mental health. And um, so I started up during lockdown last year, I actually started up the chat show, How You Going with Jason Owen? And I just reached out to a few celebrity friends and I thought, hey, look, if I can just get two or three friends to come on for a chat, it would be fantastic to just let people know that it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, we're all in this together. Like no one's getting any benefits. This This is it. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So um, I did, I reached out to like Johnny Ruffo who was a good mate of mine and just a few others off X Factor. It, it just turned into a snowball effect, Paul. I ended up with Lee Kernigan on there, James Blundell, um, Kate Sobrano, John Paul Young. I ended up with all these incredible people coming on my show for a chat, which I think it was just because it was just a natural yarn. There was, there was no crap about it. It was just, this is the way it's going to be. I just want to have a yarn to you, see how you're going through lockdown. How many people were on their own? Through these lockdowns you know how many people are sitting there on their own for months at a time um, looking at the walls around the house going absolutely mad because i know i struggled with it and i know i'm struggling now through it but you're not on your own so that was the whole point of doing that chat show
0: i think it's wonderful uh, how do people get access to that
1: mate it's available on youtube um available on facebook um but you know youtube is probably the easiest one for people to go to if they just type in how you're going with jason owen
0: and, look, i got to point out, too, that in uh, April this year, you won the coveted Freemasons Community Service Award in New South Wales and the ACT. And that was uh, for your efforts with doing it for rural Aussie kids. You obviously have a soft spot for them as well.
1: I do, mate. I do. I um, as, as we've spoken about, I grew up in the bush, a little place called Albert. And, you know, growing up out there with my family, having both the local businesses in the town, We've seen how local businesses struggle through hard times and as well, of course, as all my friends and their families who grew up on the land. um, When drought was hitting, when, you know, other things and challenges were thrown at people in rural Australia, we got to see it firsthand. And, And, of course, when I launched my career and, you know, Build a profile in 2012 coming off X Factor, I've always done whatever I can to support um, rural businesses, rural families, you know from telethons to radiothons to concerts to donating profits to doing anything I possibly can to help Paul and I said, what about doing it for the kids? You know, it maybe if I do it for the kids, I can buy my presents local for Christmas. I can buy hampers from rural supermarkets. I can fill up my vehicle in, in rural areas. So I'm supporting businesses by buying gifts and food, as well as taking weight off the parents' shoulders by giving the kids a Christmas that they deserve, nominated kids. Last year, I did nearly 9,000 kilometers and, and visited nearly 1,500 kids last year.
0: We're talking with Jason Owen here this morning. And uh, also, Jason, uh, you're, you're also an ongoing presence for, uh, for, well, you're an Aboriginal role model. Uh, how important is that for you?
1: It's very important for me. Um, as I said earlier, I actually uh, had the accident with Dad in 2005. And, and the effects of that mentally for me affected me as a kid in different ways. I was only 11 when we had the accident. And uh, as I got older, it put me in a situation where I was frightened about certain things. Um, and one of those things were actually the fact that my mum was Aboriginal and she's, um, you know, she's Aboriginal to look at and, 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 you know, all across the board. And unfortunately, at the time, um, there were kids at school being bullied for being Aboriginal. So it put me in this horrible situation, and and my mum and myself in a terrible relationship situation as as a teenage kid. You know, I, I didn't want to be seen with her. I didn't want to, um, you know, be bullied at school. It was it was a horrible situation to be in. But unfortunately, mentally, I couldn't help that at the time. I, I was struggling a lot, and and it all stems back to mental health with accident and everything like that. And um, so as I got older, of course, I grew out of that. Um, and mum was understandable of that. She she knows what what schools can be like and you know what kids can be like and and of course she also understands the fact that how I was struggling mentally after the accident with dad so it was um it was a really really hard moment for her I can only imagine the, how hard it would have been for her and it was hard enough on me when I think back on it now as well you know but um it's, it's just so important everywhere I go I, I spread the awareness and the importance of it doesn't matter where you come from who you are Uh, you know, what you look like, where you're from, anything like that, you can achieve what you want to achieve.
0: Talking with Jason Owen, very honest of you to tell us that story about your mum. Um, You know, didn't want to be seen with your mum because of the bullying and, you know, didn't want to be uh, known as, uh, you know, as an Indigenous young man. But now, of course, I imagine it's gone complete full circle and uh, you're very, very proud to be. Uh, Very
1: proud, mate. Yep. Absolutely, 100%. I released an album called Proud. Um, I wrote a song called Proud and it featured Christine Arnoux on it and that was what it was about. It was about the relationship between me and my mum and how um, I've learned to be proud of who I am.
0: Good on you. Um, you. know,
1: I'm proud of you, proud of me, proud of who I am.
0: I think you've ins- well. You've inspired me this morning, and I'm sure you've inspired a lot of listeners by w- what you've said. Uh, somebody like Troy Casadale, there's another um, proud Aboriginal man who's uh, putting it back through his music as well.
1: Absolutely, mate, 100%, and, and that's what it's all about.
0: Well, Jason Owen, thanks for talking with us. We now come to play Father and Son. It's already on our playlist, and uh, we, we simply love this song. Uh, first of all, is it James Blundell or James Blundell?
1: Well, I always thought it was Blundell, and I asked him, and it was Blundell. So I—it depends ah. who I'm talking to. I say either. I say either as well. No, 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 out. no.
0: But but you, <laughs> but you've got this straight from the horse's mouth from James Blundell.
1: Blundell mate yes correct
0: oh, okay correct. well I'll correct myself and I'll pass this on to our uh, other announcer
1: <laughs> Yeah I... no that's fine mate thank you so much for having me on Paula. I really really appreciate well, it mate Don't
0: don't hang on don't go yet don't go yet <laughs> I want to I want to <laughs> ask you about Father and Son now why this song and why James Blundell
1: Okay great question mate so we, as we we touched base earlier on doing it for rural Aussie kids which is my charity uh, each year I do, I do a, a release a single, a charity single. And um, what i am actually done this year, and we spoke about mental health, was I've actually teamed up with the Kids Helpline this year to, uh, to shine a light on the importance of mental health for kids in rural Australia. Father and Son, being a, a classic Cat Stevens song as it is, the title sort of says it all. Um, and I, I thought to myself I'd love to do a cover of this song. I just need a, a good father figure, a great country music singer, Uh, Someone that can work with me, someone that, you know, it it works like the Jason Owen and James Blundell actually works together. And yeah, I reached out to James and he put his hand up immediately and said, mate, I love what you're doing. James lives on the land. Um, You know, he's got kids of his own. You know, he sees it firsthand himself.
0: I think it's fantastic. So look, uh, thank you so much for talking with us, Jason Owen. Oh, all I can do is wish you the best and, and, and with your rest of your career and your life. And can I just ask you to introduce Father and Son for us here? And thank you for the interview and thanks for the chat this morning.
1: Paul, thank you very much for having me on, mate. I really appreciate it and the continued support from any of your listeners that have supported me since day one. I really appreciate it and I'd love to introduce this song. It's uh, Father and Son by myself, Jason Owen and
2: James Blundell. Here we go. It's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. You're still young.